0: what up everybody i'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate a so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow i'm trying to grow the podcast and i want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information so if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist i appreciate you and please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lightdown Universe. Thanks so much, and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lightdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today, I came across a really interesting article Uh, on NewsWorld47.com, and it's about a story that involves leather-skinned aliens exiting a massive cigar-shaped UFO. Oh, and did I happen to mention, they walk backwards. Have you ever seen that movie with Charlie Sheen, uh, where he's, like, uncovering this um, alien conspiracy that where folks are working for... uh, Jet Propulsion Labs, and the aliens, like, their knees bend backwards. Um, It's called The Arrival, I believe. I'm just going to look it up here. Arrival. pretty sure it's called The Arrival. Yeah, it came out in 1996. It's actually a really good movie. If you get a chance to see it, I mean, you think, oh, Charlie Sheen, funny guy. No, he's actually serious in this one. He's, like, a scientist. It's actually really good. But anyway, um, that story, that that movie is pretty crazy, too, because... It involves a lot of the conspiracy theories that we talk about. Um, kind of wraps them all up into one. It's actually free on Amazon Prime if you have it. So that's cool. It's on Tubi as well. Really good. Really good. I think you should check it out. But anyway, this story involves uh, the city of Belize in 2003. Uh, it's a it's a capital city uh, that has a population of 70,000. And it involves a family that uh, saw and witnessed these very bizarre leather-skinned, backwards-walking aliens. Very tall too; they called them giants. So <clears throat> there was there is a professor from Montana State University. Her name's Dr. Clark. Um, she has degrees in history, English, psychology, and she wanted to find out more about this uh, particular event. So she went down to Belize did a little investigating and found out that uh, while she was in her voyage they, these individuals these witnesses talked about UFOs that were commonly seen in Belize and they called these people the Sky People and a woman named Serena tells about what her grandfather saw while he was 102 years old this is wild my gr- this is her exact quote, my grandfather said he saw these aliens when he was a boy. My grandfather uh, is from Belize, he, he is 102 years old, and uh, he states that they've been here for a long time. Their bodies are tall and skinny, but their legs are huge. Their knees allow them to walk backwards. We call them backward walking people. They have strange heads and when they're walking, their heads flip backwards so they can see where they're going. I watched this. Uh, I watched as this tall, crafty girl, not yet a woman, mimicked what she shared with me. So she was trying to walk backwards like these aliens do. She said it was quite funny. Her family, uh, especially her cousins, laughed and mimicked how the aliens moved around as they were all kind of giving their description of this these bizarre creatures. And uh, Dr. Clark asked Serena, she said, "Have have you seen these creatures up close? Serena responded, not too close, but close enough to see how they can walk. I can't describe their faces, but I can tell you they have very large heads. And, you know, the doctor wanted to know, do they walk forward as well? She says, oh yes, they walk forward, but they also walk backwards, like they are constantly checking what is behind them. Doctor asked, What else can you tell me about them? And Serena said, They typically stay away from villages and cities. I don't think they want us to know about them. And they come from the stars. Uh, and she said, Doctor, said, well, why do you think they come from the stars? And Serena said, Because they are always coming on a UFO when we see them. Doctor wanted to know about the last time they had seen them. Serena said, I've seen them more than once. In those days, my grandfather had a small farm in the Stan District. I spent many weeks with him when I was a girl. And the doctor wanted to know, how old, are you, how old were you when you saw these people or these aliens who walked backwards? Serena said, I was about six at the time. I thought they were funny. The last time I saw them, I was about 14 or 15, and they were no longer funny. They made my skin crawl. I was never close enough to to see exact features, but what I did see was terrifying. I was able to see their spaceship, too. It was long like the cigars my father buys in Havana. Round and long. So that's what's interesting. They're not exactly a rectangle. They're long and round like a big cigar. Um, And she said, I've never seen anything like it before. It was huge. It had no wings. I don't know how it could fly. Papa said their skin was like a snake. So I'm imagining like scales and leather-like, right? But their features were human-like except for the heads and their legs and their skin. I should say that they were shaped like a human. So it kind of sounds like they just had arms and legs similar to a human. But Papa said when he was a boy, the men would hide their women and children from them. There were stories that they abducted women, and I never knew if these stories were true, uh, but they scared me when I was little, and they scare me now. What if they did abduct women? What did they do to them? It's frightening to think about. Can you imagine if they wanted to have you know intercourse with you, and she shivered. Her body was just like in disgust, according to the doctor. Um, so Serena suggested to this Dr. Clark that she go talk to um, her cousin. His name was Bud. And uh, so she wanted to verify claims. So she went and talked to Bud and tried to find out more information about these aliens. Um, and Bud stated that they are giants. Twice This is the exact quote. They are giants twice as big as the average man. So that's got to be like 10, 12 feet tall, right? When I was growing up, The old men talked about them. They came from the stars. They stole women and the women were never seen again. What is the last podcast I just did? Oh yeah, that's right. The woman who gave birth to 48 alien human hybrid children. She was abducted over and over and over again. Oh yeah, and while she was on that ship, she also saw through this translucent cube that she was in, hundreds of other women on the ship doing the exact same thing. Above her, below her, to the sides, so yeah, this is again more information, more confirmation about what's going on with this hybridization program and again, is it a is it just little grays that are doing this? Is it reptilians? It sounds like these are more like reptilian snake like creatures not these are not small grays, these are like twelve foot tall lizard like creatures that are stealing these women, incorporating their DNA and creating some bizarre creature out of it, um, he stated that they, their culture, believed that they raped and forced these women to have their babies, and that was the most popular conclusion. Um, one day I was at my uncle's house, and it was daylight. This is back to his quote: "There wasn't a single cloud in the sky. I saw a UFO. It was long." cylinder shaped and it was a craft and glowed orange and then it turned gray back to the gray type you know flat matte gray that we typically see but it was glowing orange typically these craft glow when they're emitting energy okay takes a lot of power to emit that much energy bud stated that i crouched down to make myself small so they would not see me the craft landed and I saw a giant creature get out of it. At first it walked forward, and then all of a sudden it began to walk backwards. Its knees actually reversed. Its head pivoted, and it walked backwards. It's difficult to describe this. It rotated its head around so it looked like it was going forward, even though it was walking backwards. This is one of the most bizarre alien encounter stories I've ever heard. Bud continued his story. He said, I know this doesn't make much sense, but it is what I saw. I can't explain it much better than this. All I know is that this creature is uh, that I saw is not of this earth. I called my uncle and he saw it also. And we both agreed that it was best not to talk about it. I've never seen or heard uh, of any backwards uh, walking people before this. Sometimes I think it's only my family that knows about them. But if that is the case, and the truth, they have been targeting my father and my grandfather before him. Which might not be that impossible, because they have been known, aliens have been known to harvest DNA from family uh, family bloodlines over the years. Old men say that it was for the women, uh, and that was the reason they were here, but I've never heard of any disappearances of women that I know of in my lifetime. I know that these creatures exist. I know they come in spaceships, but that's all I know. And frankly, I don't like to talk about it. I think there are things in the universe that we are not supposed to know. Now, this is very common with Native Americans in the U.S., where the Native Americans do not want to talk about uh, any of these skinwalkers, any of these aliens at all, because to talk about them is almost like to give permission or or kind of like summoning them to your location um, just simply by thinking about them talking about them, communicating about them um, and then he pulled up uh, bud left the doctor and um, and dr. Clark documented her uh, her conversation with this family. but isn't it interesting? You know, there's a couple theories about this you know one is, Is this only occurring in Belize? Is this only occurring to this particular family? Is this a money grab? Doesn't seem so, because they haven't written books about it, and haven't heard about it much at all in UFO lore. Is this... um, Are they targeting this family for a particular reason? Because of their DNA? We know that certain alien groups are targeting DNA populations because they need that specific DNA, and they use that DNA to mix with theirs, and it seems to work better, it seems to have, pro- it seems to produce a finer product, to be rough and blunt, but these cigar-shaped shif- ships are what's very interesting to me, because these cigar-shaped ships have been referred to, and discussed, and, 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 and brought up by many different uh, cultures around the world, not just in Belize, but all over, um, there's these cigar-shaped ships. They're very long, and you know when we t- when we can identify a ship, then we can start to identify which species it is, and hopefully try to target it down and, and bring it, narrow it down to figure out what's going on with that specific species. What is their goal? What is their end game? So that we can kind of start to devise, you know, some sort of defense strategy uh, against this. So that being said, you know there was. What is believed as the Eisenhower Treaty, which allowed certain species, typically graze the grays, the zeta reticulans, to kidnap up to a million people a year to work and be, not work, but to, to be subjects for them scientifically. But then they seem to abuse that, that treaty, and now we have some issues with them. But that's only one species. These backward-walking, head-twisting, Linda Blair, Exorcist-sounding, lizard-like, reptilian, 12-foot-tall aliens, uh, I've never heard of before. And they sound terrifying, dude. (laughs) They sound terrifying. I'll tell you what. Because if you watch The Arrival, you'll see just how crazy it looks to have a backwards-walking alien um, and how powerful that is. You think about these DNA farmer uh, science projects. Basically, they're combining science uh, and they're combining DNA in their scientific projects to make a better product, make a better body. The reptilians have been doing this for hundreds, uh, hundreds of thousands of years, where they've made themselves ultra strong, ultra psionic, ultra telepathic. The capability to basically mind mind rape you, according to the quotes of uh Randy Kramer and Corey Good where they can go into your mind and take anything they want. They've they've refined their DNA so well that they can almost do anything They're like magic. Okay? And that's why we have these stories about vampires. You know, we have these stories about vampires and people people think vampires are, you know, are fake, but you know, if you look at what a vampire is, it's a shapeshifter. It ship shape, shape shifts its shape when it turns into like a vampire-like creature. It sucks on the blood. What do these What do these reptilians do? They feed on adrenochrome in the fear, and so they put these people into a fear-like state by attacking them, drinking their blood, their life force, and then using it for their power. And that's exactly what these reptilians do. Now, what's surprising is is that these reptilians don't don't sound like the the vampiric-like reptilians that we know about, but they do seem to be taking women crossbreeding their DNA and trying to make some sort of hybrid human alien being again. But why? So that they can have more species here on earth so that they can have a connection. One thing that's really interesting to think about is if they are telepathic and have hive mind capabilities, um, if they were able to create a human-alien hybrid and place them here on Earth, is it possible for them to use their telepathy and communicate with that being, gain information from a distance, right? Almost like remote viewing. Gathering information from a distance from this alien hybrid to find out any information that they want from what this being is able to, to communicate with them, right? Let's say this being looks very human and it's able to hide its alien um, images or its alien characteristics right it can go to school it can get a job it can do whatever it needs to do and it can infiltrate that can relay tons of information to any species that can create a a hybrid and then all of a sudden they basically have a spy on that planet and imagine if they have many of these on any planets that they go to right let's just Cross-pollinate a hybrid, and we'll put it in. We'll put it into this uh, population. Now you might ask yourself, okay, well, lockdown universe. That seems like a lot of work to go through to do the DNA manipulation and create a human hybrid or a human alien hybrid just to spy. Couldn't we just put um, an implant and spy that way? Sure, you could, but the implant is only good for one thing: listening and monitoring. It can't actively gather knowledge for you. Imagine that you're able to interact with your own cells at a spooky distance, right? It's what we talk about with uh, with a lot of you know science, with uh, quantum science, quantum physics, uh, Albert Einstein's statement that uh, there is action at a spooky distance between certain cells. If you create a human alien hybrid of yourself, using your own cells, then you would be able to have quantum entanglement with that creature. Then you would be able to have some engagement with the cells of that creature. Then if that creature goes out into the community, goes to school, goes to work, gathers information, you can also communicate, but you can also ask it to do certain things as well. And this thing might not even understand what it is. It may be adopted by some other family, and you may, this alien species might be so advanced it could just subconsciously ask this thing to do certain things on the planet, and this thing won't even know what it's doing. It'll be kind of like, it's it's zombified. It's cr- almost to a, a certain degree, right? It'll think it's an individual. It'll think it's just a, a human, but when you're communicating with this thing on a subconscious level, like these advanced species are able to do. You could implant small thoughts, say, hey, you know what, go to Harvard. We want to find out what the best learning institution is capable of on this planet. Go to um, see the president. We want to see more information about, you know, the president and Congress and how these buildings operate and how the infrastructure works and basically using this thing as a spy. Think about that for a minute. I mean, that is definitely possible. Now think about yesterday's podcast about the woman who gave birth to almost 50 alien babies now you have an army that can do your bidding and is is uh, biased is is prejudiced to that species they don't they're not caring too much about the humans because the ones who raise them are the aliens right so all of a sudden the aliens can say hey These humans want to kill us they're killing their own planet they're doing nothing good we have to wipe them out and they can train an entire army to do that it's it's something to think about it's very interesting it's very very bizarre but you know why else would you need 50 million babies unless you're planning a takeover right The Georgia Guidestones told us to keep our population under 500 million. Think about that. Right? Keep it under 500 million. Or was it 500? Yeah, I think it was 500 million. Yeah. Which was like... I can't remember what it was. It was like... What's 500 million? That's... 5% of our our global population, I think is what it is. So... You know, a lot of people thought it was like a deep agenda uh guidestone created by maybe aliens or satanists or something like that. Very interesting. Um and there's also talk about them recreating the Georgia Guidestones, too. It's very, very interesting there, there as well. Um so what do you think about these backwards walking aliens? Have you heard about them, seen them in any other stories? Think they exist? What was their, what's their purpose with targeting this small family or maybe the village or town of Belize? Um, you know, what do you think? I mean, it's really fascinating, really interesting. I, I don't know what to think about it because I've never heard about it before, but I wanted to share it with you guys and see what your thoughts were. So hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. Hopefully you guys are taking care of yourselves and uh, staying healthy physically, spiritually, emotionally following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continuing to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care, and Lockdown Universe out.